live in a world that struggles with feeling busy and overwhelmed. At the same time, us mamas want to feel we're living intentionally and with purpose. At the end of the day, you won't have to sit worn out on the couch feeling like it all just wasn't enough. Here, you'll find the tools to slow it down, nurture your own goals, and live restored. Each week, we have real-life conversations about motherhood, work, relationships, and all the things in between. I'm your host, Jen Brazil. Welcome to the Unhurried Life Podcast. Well, hello, and welcome to the Unhurried Life. I am your host, Jen Brazil, and ho, 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 it is officially December. I'm so excited, probably like you. I love this time of year. There is just so much to be thankful for, so much that's going on, and I wanted to take a minute to share with you in this podcast episode our family Christmas traditions, the wins and the flops, because I'm hopeful that with this episode, you will hear a little bit of an insider's look on how we do things with our life, but also you will get to hear that we have had some flops. We have had some things that just don't go well, and we have chosen to omit those and not really give it a second thought. I think that sometimes in our culture, in our lives, we hold on to traditions and to the way that things have always been done just for that reason, because it's a tradition or the way something's always been done, and we don't allow ourselves the chance to drop the things that just maybe aren't working. Now, our kids are still young, so they don't really remember, but if your kids are older, allow them the chance to speak up for traditions and to speak up when it comes to choosing what they want the holidays to be about. Now, I do feel like December can be the perfect month to really practice living unhurried. It can also be the worst month to practice living unhurried. Am I right? We have so many things going on, so many parties, so many activities, so much is on our to-do list that sometimes, I'm not saying all the time, but sometimes the holidays can turn into more of a stress and more of a full swing, go, 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 race, 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 than it can be to actually find your time and to actually live in the moment. And I don't want tradition and I don't want what we do in our life to feel like something else on your list. So I hope you take this all with a grain of salt. You get to listen and laugh with some of the things that we've done, some of the things we don't do anymore, and you get to try some new stuff out for yourself or simply just listen to this episode and continue doing on what you're doing, what's working for your family. Now, of course, if you know me or if you've listened to The Unhurried Life before, you know that my goal is to always look at ways to be more present, to have less distractions, and to create traditions that focus on connection rather than just traditions for tradition's sake. So I also feel like I need to be upfront and to let you know that there are some people that are extremely sentimental when it comes to the holidays. And I'm just not as sentimental as a person. I'm not trying to say that to be rude or mean to those that are sentimental, but my husband always jokes that he's the one that is keeping nostalgia and things from our past and things that kind of mean stuff. And I'm the one that's making trips to Goodwill with all of our family heirlooms. And so knowing that a little bit about me, every time we've moved or cleared out a closet or gone through a box of memorabilia from the attic, I'm always the first one to trash something. Whereas my husband is the one that reaches in and 
and he says, are you sure, babe, this? So for me, changing and adapting and foregoing is not much of an issue. But if you are sentimental like most of the human race and like to hold on to things that is perfect for you and some of what I have to say may be hard to wrap your mind around because it might be different or it might mean that you're letting go of something. Something that's fun about traditions is that they have the ability to do big things for your family. They can ground you in what matters, create a safe space and assurance for a secure life for your little ones. I see the good in traditions, but I also can't help but see the stress that can come with the pressure that they could bring also. Now, my true prayer for you this December and this holiday season is that you understand the gravity of what it means for God to have come down and live with us. So take the time to reflect on our creator giving up his heavenly home to come and dwell in a broken place. And just remember that the bottom line, the absolute bottom line for believers is that we are honoring this season as a time that our Savior came and was born on this earth so that he could go through a life and ultimately save us from our sin. And that just gives us a little bit of perspective. And I know sometimes it can be hard to keep that perspective and hard to teach our kids that perspective. So let's look at traditions as connections. Now I'm going to tell you a little story about a woman that I met years ago before I even had children. And I love this story so much because she actually had four kids of her own. And lo and behold, I feel like I'm sitting somewhere in those same shoes. Her kids, I want to say, were all either in middle school or high school. And so for their tradition for Christmas, instead of doing gifts, which I know this sounds crazy, they all decided as a family to pass on gifts and to take a trip instead. Now you may be going, whoa, there's no way I could skip on gifts for my family. But remember, this is just one story. This is just one thing. This is something to give you an idea. And this is about connection. So their biggest connection was that they could spend time together, that they could make memories and a new place together. Try and reframe a little bit of your thought process into that traditions are about forming connections. They are not necessarily monetary And they are not traditions for the sake of being traditions. Now, it may feel backwards to think of doing something similar to this, but think about January 14th or just some random day a few weeks from Christmas. All of these gifts that we have spent hundreds of dollars on, where are they? Where will they be a few months or years from now? Now maybe process and think through where will those memories from that trip or from that special outing be years down the line. I guarantee that those memories of a special fun trip with your kids as they get older will be locked in their heart much closer than that iPad or I don't even know what the kids are wanting these days. My kids are too little to want big things like that. So it would be the Lego sets or the extra Play-Doh or whatever it is. But I think that those moments are going to be things that are going to sink in and make a true connection. So think for a minute, what if time, what if memories, and what if experience was the focus of your Christmas tradition? Now to ease your mind, I think that this woman that I'm talking about, I think she packed maybe a few little trinkets or something to open on Christmas morning for the kids. Just little things to open, but it really truthfully was not much. 
Now, I can honestly see that with four kids of our own, I can tell why she opted to do this because it can get a little bit overwhelming when you think about processing through, purchasing, and preparing each of those children for an amazing and magical Christmas experience. So as we are embracing this Christmas and this holiday season with four kiddos of our own, I am trying to be very mindful about pulling out those traditions that are going to create connection and a culture of community, not just for myself, but for our kids and as siblings. Okay, so that last one is something that I hope to one day do. It's definitely not something we're doing right now. So let me talk to you a little bit about our own meaningful Christmas traditions. My hope as I'm building traditions and going through the Christmas season with my own family is that I am building a community and a feeling. Now, as soon as Thanksgiving is over, we love to go together as a family and pick out a live Christmas tree. Now, not that long ago, we attempted the whole Christmas tree farm. And let me just tell you, in Texas, when you run the risk of it being 88 degrees and sunny and half of the trees around you already being dead, That was not something that I felt like we needed to do as picturesque as it was. The tree that we picked out wound up dying a few days after we had picked it out. Yes, days. And my husband did not have a wonderful time cutting it down and hauling it home. So we quickly realized that that was not going to be part of our family tradition. Instead, going to Lowe's or going to one of the local charity organizations that put up Christmas tree tents around our town was going to be something that we did and something that we just enjoy something that we do together and have fun with now one thing that's a little bit different about our live Christmas tree which I have grown rather fond of so we have a live Christmas tree that we put in our living room it has a single white star on top and we decorate it with white lights and that's it that's all we do to that Christmas tree I don't worry about what's trending I don't look at Pinterest I don't have a box full of ornaments and ribbons and beads that I put on this Christmas tree, we keep it as simple as possible. And the reason why is we want that tree to be a memory for us of the simplicity of the season. And we want it to have white lights because we recognize that part of our job is to be a light. And part of our savior is that he is a light to us. So we only put light on that big, huge, beautiful Christmas tree. Now, if you're wondering what on earth I'm going to do with all the amazing, sentimental, cute little trinkets that our kids bring home from school with their thumbprints and their handprints and their faces, then I wanna tell you, I'm not completely cold-hearted. We have another little artificial tree that is about three and a half, maybe four feet, that we keep up in a box, and we pull that down, and that is the kid's tree, and we decorate it with fun colors. All of their ornaments that they're putting on from that year, we add to that tree. And at the end of the year, I let the kids pick out the ornament that they've made that they cherish the most. And that's the ornament we keep. So each year we have an ornament from each of the kids that we keep. Because let's be honest, a lot of them are paper and they're falling apart anyways by the end of the season. And so if they pick the one that means the most to them, I'm happy to put that in a shoebox and slide it up in the attic. Now here is my fun little tip for decoration 
decorations when it comes to Christmas. We don't have a ton of house decorations. Now, some people do, and I love looking at other people's decorations. And if it brings you joy to have all of these different winter and Christmas decorations, it brings you joy to pull them out of boxes and tubs and put them up. And there's not extra stress, but it's truly something that you have fun doing. Then by all means, sister, keep it up because I love going to people's houses that are decorated like that. It is just so magical. But when I was growing up, sorry, mom, if you're listening, we had a house like that and it was so stressful to get it all put up, to drag down box after box of ornament and decoration and just all of the different ribbons and hanging things. And so in my mind, I didn't want to add that stress. To me, it was less beautiful because of what we had to go through to put it up. And then of course, to take it down. So we decided that on Black Friday, Lowe's typically always has a dollar poinsettia sale. This is my best tip for the holiday seasons. Don't go buy them all, please. But if you go and buy fresh live poinsettias, you can spend 20 bucks and have 20 poinsettias to put around your house. Pink, white, red, the multicolored ones. So that is what we do. We go and we load up. We also get a couple of extra to take down to our neighbors with a little tray of Christmas cookies. And we use that as our Christmas decoration because after Christmas, if we can keep some of those alive that long, then we let them stay for January. And if not, then we're able to either we have a lot of land so we can toss them in the creek. We can throw them away. We can give them to somebody with a greener thumb than us, but we don't have to worry about storing them or taking them out or putting them back up again. Now, the final tradition that I can think of that we pretty much regularly do is Christmas cards. And I am big on connection. And like this whole podcast is about, tradition is about connection. And what better way to stay connected than through sharing a little bit of your life with your friends? Now, I know, I know the argument goes a lot of different ways on Christmas cards. A lot of people think, oh, well, they're just going to throw them away, so why do them? Or we don't have time to get family photos done. Or there are so many different reasons why you're not going to do family Christmas cards. And you know what? If it's not for you, don't force it. Don't do it. But also remember that you don't have to do it perfect. And I'm someone that tells you, we punch a hole in the top corner of every single Christmas card we get, and we put one of those big binder rings around it, and we keep those babies out almost the whole year. And my kids are at an age where they love looking back at them and they love learning who these people are and seeing their friends. I love spending the time creating these cards and getting them printed. And my husband is awesome because he helps me stuff them and stamp them. And I have a great spreadsheet of all the addresses so I don't have to go searching for things and usually the company that I order from will print the address and the return address on the envelope already so it is not that difficult and to be honest as we're stuffing each one of our cards typically after our kids are in bed and we're going through and looking at each of the different addresses that we're sending them to we're talking about those people or remembering those people a lot of times we'll write some little note on a card that says something some inside joke or something about these people 
people. So for us, Christmas cards are something that we love doing. Just like if you love pulling out the boxes and boxes of decorations, then I say do it. That's not something that I love doing, so I don't do it, and that's okay. If you don't love doing the whole Christmas card thing, then don't do it. But we love it because of the connection that it brings, and because we love seeing all of our friends. We love getting those letters, those cards in the mail ourselves. Okay, now it wouldn't be Christmas without a couple of Christmas movies. And I'm sure you're thinking, oh, but Jen, I've heard you say it before. You guys are a screen-free family. And yes, we are about 99% of the time. (laughs) And like I've said before on a previous episode, just like my kids get an iPad when we are traveling in the airplane and there is absolutely nothing else for us to do. I sit down and watch White Christmas and one or two others for nostalgia. Now I'm not worried about depriving my children of Christmas memories and Christmas movies because we just haven't gotten there yet. There isn't a specific Christmas movie that I feel like is just going to connect us all and bring us closer together. Now, White Christmas is one of my all-time favorites. It's one that I watched growing up, and I can't wait to share that one day with my kids. But at this point, my oldest is seven, and to watch a two and a half hour long movie that breaks out in song, I'm not sure that he would be fully invested in that movie and really care a whole lot. Now, when he gets to be nine or 10, might be a different story. But for now, Christmas movies aren't a part of our total family tradition. I'm not saying they won't be one day, but for now, the connection that they have is more so between my husband and I and getting to snuggle up together with a fire going and hot cocoa and watching one or two of our favorite Christmas movies. Okay, I've shared with you our three top traditions. Keeping our Christmas tree simple to remind us of the simplicity of the season, keeping our decorations minimal, and going for live poinsettias as well as Christmas cards every season. And if you want to say watching a Christmas movie or two is a tradition, then that would be four things that we tend to do every holiday season. Now, I'm not going to say those are the only four things we do, but for the most part, they are over on my blog, on my website, I have a giant list of a lot of things we have tried. A lot of things we're doing now and we may not do in two or three years from now or a lot of things we would like to try out in two or three years. Last Christmas and this Christmas, we have been loving the giving manger. We have been loving the idea of less Christmas presents and sticking with a one-one-one rule. So one present from mom and dad, one present from the siblings, not each individual sibling, but the siblings, and one present from Santa. And that has allowed us just a little bit of simplicity, especially with having more children in our lives. We like to incorporate Christmas lights and we like to incorporate making gingerbread houses. And there are some other things that we've been incorporating for a few years that we might do this year or we just might not. And if my kids ask me about something or remember something, I am happy to try and do something again. But if they haven't missed it and it's extra work for me, I am totally fine with saying 
we'll try next year or maybe we won't try again at all. So if you want a couple more little traditions and fun things to adopt or not, then head over to my blog to jbrazil.com. And remember, tradition is about connection. If you forget one year to do something you've done for years past, see if there's another way to connect. The feelings of overwhelm when it comes to trying to squeeze it all in is a true way of anxiety that you don't need for this holiday season. Changing your family dynamics is hard, and if you expect to stay set in your past ways, then you might be missing out or be maybe even missing the point. Now this holiday season, even though December is already in full swing, I want to challenge you to form your own traditions or go through ones you remember from your own childhood and focus on being fully present and dwelling in the Christmas spirit. And keep in mind that the day after Christmas with your family is just as meaningful and important as all the days leading up to it. Now to get that full list of fun traditions and ideas of things that you can try, just head over to jbrazil.com and click on blog at the top until January guys until the new year this has been Jen Brazil and I will see you over on Instagram Merry Christmas everyone